0: I've I've revoked Eddie's status on this show because, well, he isn't here today, so I'm doing his job for him. So now it is the KMP show, and unfortunately, I know absolutely nothing about sports, but the other two guys do, so. You know plenty. Like what?
1: Well, Well, if you've been paying attention, you should know a damn lot.
0: Well, I mean, like, I know that Nolan Arenado is no longer... Part of the Rockies, but that's that's about it. But I think that was devastating for everybody.
1: That that broke my heart. Why well, you gotta open up that wound, Kate? I'm
0: sorry. It's still in the news.
1: <laughs> of course it is.
0: <laughs> it's it's and sad. I hope n-
1: nobody goes to a single Rockies game this year. I hope that's even if it's open. If it's closed, obviously nobody's going to go. Yeah. But if it's open, I hope nobody goes to it. Protest. I know it's not going to happen, but protest this because it was complete horse manure how this went down.
0: Yeah, I'll
2: tell you what, I've actually seen, like for the first time, like different Facebook posts and and Twitter and tweets, I should say, um, telling people, "Hey, don't go, don't go to games." People have finally figured out the system that you know that people just go to the game just for fun and you know the, the team sucks so the mom first make all this money i don't know for the first time i've seen people um you know saying stuff why it up to it so we'll see how this goes i doubt that it works this time i mean they gotta mess up probably another five or six times for you know <laughs> for the, <laughs> stuff.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I don't
1: know that you can ever mess up as big as this but eddie should be coming onto the show here eventually and i know he has an arenado take here for us uh You also said you wanted to get into another video game, Phil.
2: Yeah, man. So um, I was browsing on the uh, PlayStation Store. You know, the PlayStation Store. It's kind of like an app store. Yeah. PlayStation Store. And uh, UFC 4 pops up. And I'm like, oh, that's the new one. 60, 70 bucks. You know how they usually do it. So I click on it. You know, I'm going to watch a couple uh, of the trailers Mm -hmm, and just, mm -hmm. just see what it looks like trailer blows me away then i look at the price and the price is actually slashed 50 percent until uh was it february 18th for some reason right. i don't know why but this
1: day because you know um, a lot yeah, of faces man. will get beaten on that day
2: and then i realized i got a 25 dollar gift card for the playstation store for, for christmas i'll bite that seven dollar bullet so i so i bid that after taxes i think the, the price is like 32 dollars so I bit All that right. night, man. I bet that last night, and I hopped on it when I got home from work, man. And uh, I like the graphics, I like the grappling a little bit. I love the sounds. I'm gonna dive into it a little bit later on tonight, man, and give you a fuller, deeper <laughs> detail as I go into my career mode. But uh, the, the fighters look like the fighters, and they move was like there
1: the was there an Eddie?
2: I wasn't. I, I didn't locate Eddie in the heavyweight section. Oh. Didn't look in there. Oh.
1: Super heavyweight. That you were looking in the wrong section. That's why you didn't find them.
2: Yeah, see, they didn't have super heavyweight. They didn't have super heavyweight, but they Ooh. didn't have the girls. They cheapen you. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't even know any. Uh, you know, you know any super heavyweights besides Eddie?
1: No, but honestly, the, the whole fight scene isn't really. That that that's not my thing so much.
2: That's true. That's true.
1: Back um, in the day, know. I got down with like some WWF. And that's, that tells you it was really back in the day when it was really WWF.
2: Love WWF. Love <laughs> WWF game. Hey, and I used to love the games, too. I probably need to get down on one of those next time.
1: They still make them,
2: don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I haven't bought one in years, but they definitely still make them. All right, man. Let's, uh, let's dive into some real-life sports, man. Yeah, you feeling about that? Uh, you, you know, the are gonna get right to the Nuggets. So you got
1: I, I guess we, we should, we should talk about that game that was really looking good until that third quarter.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That third quarter just, uh, just went downhill. Uh, just, just, fast, quickly. quickly. It just the whole game changed.
1: I, and I know this is like you know, uh, mid market mentality or whatever. But it sure seemed like that whistle flipped in that third quarter, like all of a sudden everything was getting called very, uh, very closely and a lot of it one way. And I know some of that is because the Lakers were more aggressive driving to the basket, but it seemed like the game got slowed down so much more because of the whistle in that third quarter.
2: Yeah, um, what what did they end the quarter on a 15-0 run? I, mean, I believe so. Yeah, they they kind of took over. You're and you're right. They they started getting the whistle there in the third quarter. Um, the defense, man, it's it's the defense. It's the defense for us, and that's just going to be the problem. It, it's we they they were just able to find. They were just able to make plays there in that third quarter when the defense wasn't there for us. And then you know if, if we have any laps in our offense. It's going, to, it's going to be a problem there for a stretch. And when you're playing the best team in the league, um, you know, they, they can make it tough for you.
1: I also, uh, watching it, especially early on in the game, Reggie Miller was bothering me calling that game. Uh, talking about, he's just, it was just so um, Laker centric on that call. Uh, talking about, going back to the playoff series in the Western conference finals and whatnot, and just, uh, calling it dismantling. And then kept referring to the champion, this championship Lakers team constructed over here. And then there's this Nuggets team that, yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. <laughs> just the complete
2: and yeah, utter yeah, bias on that call. Hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. They do try to, uh, you know, Reggie likes to, Reggie likes to show off his vocab for sure. He, he's a brother that likes to show off his vocab, mm-hmm. he's LA kid. Um, but you're right, man. He, you know, yeah, dismantle. He, he definitely was using the, that dismantle term. He likes that word. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's kind of right. They're, I mean, they they are better than this. That that team is flat out better. We haven't really made it much of a, an interesting matchup between them. So the games are good, but the series was four to one and then, you know, the regular series last year was three to one. So, I mean, we haven't really had the results against them, but um, yeah, it, it is funny that you point out, you know, they, they refer to us kind of like a startup company. That's kind of how they talk like a mom and pop shop.
1: They're a fun story, but nothing to take serious.
2: Right. But, you know, honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I can blame them this year. It's, you know, the defense is so bad.
1: It, the defense was not great. I found it interesting to start the game. Uh, Malone rolled out. We weren't sure what we were going to see because Gary Harris went down. So one of the one of the starters down, who's going to step up, who's going to get that start in this game? And it was uh, Jermichael Green. We went with a lineup, uh, Will Barton and Jamal Murray, Nikolokic, and then both Paul Millsap and Jamichael Green out there to start. Um, and both played f- about 30 minutes, Jamichael at 28 and Paul at 31. That kind of surprised me because I, I feel like both of them with their athletic limitations in particular for Millsap at this point in his career are not, they're not threes. I mean, they're a bit, they're a little undersized, I guess you could say, um, for a 5 but if they're going to trend if they their position versus versus Hattlody goes more that way than to the 3 and you have somebody like MPJ on your team that is a nat, is a fit in that starting line um, especially in the 3 where he started at the beginning of the season and his defense Improved this year, not great. It's I'm not saying – I don't think he's going to go out there and, you know, put a stop to LeBron. But when there's an opening there to switch up the starting lineup, to put in Jermichael Green and keep Paul Millsap in there, and then Michael Porter only plays 19 minutes in this game, just seemed really odd
2: to me. Looking at his numbers now, he didn't. He was 0 for 4 from three, Porter Jr., 3 for 10 over a couple rebounds in there. Yeah. Yeah, naturally, I mean, you want him to start, and I think he'll get back to the starting lineup here at some point. It's a long regular season. I think he'll be starting when the playoffs come. Um, Yeah, I mean, you're right. No Sab is at this point. He's an, I mean, to me, he's always been a 4. He's never really been a 3. He's always been a natural 4. And um, he's never really been able to defend the rim well enough to be a five. No. Jermichael Green. Jermichael I, Green I understand why you put season. him out. You said what?
1: Oh, I was just saying Jermichael Green has been a fine this season. But
2: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Jermichael, uh, he's been solid overall. He had a couple threes last night. Um, he took the most threes in the game, which is what the, that's what the Lakers won anyway, is for him to take six threes. I think six is a little much for him to take, but if he's going to hit two of them, then you're okay. Mm-hmm. He, He's just, he's, he's your garbage man. He's going to do the dirty work for you. So there's always going to be a role for him like this. I can always understand why he's starting. Basically, I can always understand why he's going to get minutes on this team because he's the guy that's going to do the dirty work. All Millsap's too old to do it. Will Barton will, will kind of grind for you, but he wants to score too. You know what I mean? Is the is the guy out there who's willing to do the dirty work and willing to score two points.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, this game got out of hand in the second half, it ended up being a 21-point uh, victory for the Lakers. And that largely came, or really all came in the second half, because we had a, I believe it was a 12-point lead going into halftime. And we end up losing this game by 21, and it wasn't just you, Michael Jr. but wasn't just him. It was an off-shooting night for most of the team, and particularly in that second half. Jokic only six of 16 in the game. Uh, Will Barton, who is a streaky shooter, three of eight. uh, Jamal Murray, 7 of 17. I mean, nobody was really just knocking down shots outside of uh, Morris.
2: And, Morris has always has a good shooting night, doesn't he? feels like he does. Um, he
1: is pro- possibly outside of Jokic the most consistent nugget on this squad.
2: The Lord Paul Millsap was over 5 from 3 last night. <laughs> oh, golly. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, he grabbed 10 rebounds. Gollys, he's fat one out there. He's hacking. Yeah, man. He's uh, – I, I still think he's serviceable. It's, you know, the Lakers are just a tough matchup. Man. The Lakers are a really tough matchup. You, you've got LeBron and Anthony Davis who are going to play your four and five where you're your three and your four and your – he's point guard out there. He's center. And he's power. It's tough against those cats, man. It's going to be tough against those dudes. It, if, if we're not making shots, it's, it's going to be tough, man. We don't play good enough defense. Just Jokic is not, a, is not really a great defender. Murray is not really a good defender. Barton has his moments. Green is okay. Millsap is too old to play defense. Porter Jr. is too have not figured out how to play defense yet. You can't trust Zeke Najee. You can't trust Kanker kid. You can't trust Bull Bull. Campazo's too small. Monty Morris is, is almost too small, but he's really figured out how to be really good in this league. Hampton's too young. Marcus Howard can't play in this league right now. It's that's the whole team.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's the which, which kind of it makes me wonder when you go into a matchup like this. Um, there's not really a good matchup for LeBron uh, on this Nuggets team. Anthony Davis, we can kind of cover him up a little bit better. Uh, You can throw a Jermichael Green. You can throw a Paul Millsap at him and at least body him up a little better. Uh, But there's not really a matchup for LeBron, which going back to what I was talking about earlier, to me, makes it all the easier to throw an MPJ in there. Because if you're not going to have somebody that you can throw out there who can guard LeBron to some extent, really, why not put your eggs in, let's just try to put some out there that can throw up baskets and keep pace with them if you're not going to be able to stop them.
2: Yeah, there's an argument for that. There's an argument for that. But, I mean, at some point, you got to get a stop on defense. At some point, you got to get a stop on defense. But, it's, yeah, I mean, I understand an argument. Just put all the offense out there. That's the way, you know, just go all in on the offensive side. So if you mm-hmm. get no shots – What's that doing for you? You know what I mean. How many times they tell us it's a make or mislead, which is you know the most basic which, cliche ever.
1: Which, in hindsight, when nobody's hitting a shot, it doesn't really matter who you're playing out there if everybody's
2: right. not hitting. Yeah.
1: But uh, which makes it all the. Me,
2: I want to see Michael Porter Jr. get a lot of minutes too, guys. Me too. I want to see him get
1: <laughs> Which makes it all the more interesting um, when the trade deadline does come up here. We haven't seen Greg Whittington during the short and off season. That was the guy that was brought in that was supposed to be the wing defender edition. Um, who? Greg Whittington. So you don't even know who that is, do you? He hasn't played a single game for the Nuggets Red. yet. But when he, he was brought in, what was said was that this is the, this is the Tory Craig replacement, if you will, the, but bigger. Uh, The wing defender who's not – when he's out there on the court, he's not out there to make baskets. He's out there to slow down LeBron or slow down Kawhi or whoever the given matchup is that night. And we haven't even seen him yet this year, so maybe maybe he is really good at that. Time will tell. What's his name? Greg Whittington. uh, Number three, I guess, is the jersey he wears.
2: When I type in – when I type in Greg Wellington, I get a LinkedIn invite here Whole Foods Market Team Leader. That's the Greg Whittington I see here. I don't see any Greg Whittington on the right uh, roster. Well, nah, man. They need Greg Whittington, formal.
1: six foot eight from Georgetown, a 28 year old rookie.
2: Nah, man. <laughs> oh, no, they, they didn't think the rookie was going to come in here and put in work, did they? Listen, the rookie, rookie wasn't coming here and goes. He's to run. another one of
1: those guys kind of like Tory Craig played over and I believe, the Aussie League, um, played professionally overseas, and this was supposed to be his break. But he, he's he's from what's been said, he's the type that Michael Malone kind of falls in love with that high effort, high intensity defensive, hard-nosed
2: player. Um but, basically what you're saying is. He a scrub so he got to work hard and that was the kind of guys that Mike Malone yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah coaches right. love those guys he, the guys Mike who weren't very loves. good but he loves to try hard, that's it, why. Big to work hard. <laughs> exactly exactly that
1: that's exactly. why Tory Craig got so many minutes in the playoffs last year because he's
2: it in, the, in the year before the first year yeah
1: because yeah. he's a try uh-huh. hard on defense
2: mm-hmm. even they, they moved his resume right along over to the Milwaukee And he's, I guess he's not playing well over there. I'm not playing much, something like that. (laughs) But
1: um, outside of Greg Winnington coming in and, you know, being the savior defensively on the wing, maybe I somewhat doubt it, but maybe. It seems clear with the trade deadline somewhat approaching that a wing defender is the biggest
2: need for this team. Hey, man, we said it coming into the year, right?
1: Yeah. Losing Jeremy Grant was was biggest when it comes to these specific matchups. Against most any other team, whatever. But when you match up against the Lakers, when you match up against the Clippers, that's where missing Jeremy Grant is going to be felt.
2: And now he's out there averaging about twenty five in Detroit. I mean it's a, it's a it's a meaningless twenty five, but it's still twenty five. Yes, his athleticism. We could have used him. Oh man, that that offense that we're talking about. Looked like he hit a switch against the Lakers last season. Mm-hmm.
1: So it, I know it's still really early, but is there any, any name that comes to your mind when you're thinking about wing defenders that could come in and you think would be a good fit?
2: You mean like that we had to trade for? Because that's the only way you're getting somebody.
1: Yes, that we'd have to trade for. Probably with some sort of combination of Gary Harris, Will Barton, Paul Millsap, some some sort of combination there to uh, match salaries, at, if nothing else.
2: I don't really think there's anybody available to us that's going to be out there. I mean, I, I don't think OKC wants to get rid of Lou Dork. You know what I mean? That, that's what mm. i like. Yeah, I don't really think there's much option for us this season.
1: What about
2: season they
1: Orlando? Orlando's team kind of underperforming out east mm, and they have good. some rangy, long defender
2: types. Um I like Aaron Gordon. He's probably the best defender on that team as long as um God, what's the what's the Frank Frank uh guy towards ACL? Are you talking know, about Jonathan Isaac? Jonathan Isaac, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he was healthy, I wouldn't mind Jonathan Isaac, but when you bring on Aaron Gordon, he's going to shrink the floor. He's going to shrink the floor. He's not really a floor spacer. Mm-hmm. I, man, it sucks to say this, but they they really just need to go ahead and, and just the team is good enough to make the playoffs. They need to go ahead and just play Porter Jr. And, and get him just just continue to let us get his butt kicked on defense until he figures it out.
1: And he's improving on, on bowl,
2: bowl bowl going bowl bowl going bowl bowl. I mean, the seven-foot thing works. I don't know why they don't want to try it. He he looks fine out there to me. If he's a step behind, he can make up for that step by being seven feet. Yeah, because he can reach out 12 feet. As long as his jump shot's falling, you've got something there. Um, But, I mean, look, for for whatever reason, Michael Malone does not want to go that route. He'd rather stay with – Barton which I don't hate Barton at all I, I like he I says Barton is streaky he's up and down he's up and down but to me he's more consistent than I think a lot of people think he is give me little a rest man I put, put that thing down for a little bit let you know get let the, let the young boys breathe. let the young boys play
1: another name uh I have two other names to throw out there real quick uh One would be right now Toronto is sitting outside of a playoff spot in the East, uh, just one game back, but they are outside. That roster seems like it's in right for a rebuild there after winning that championship. They invested a lot of money in Fred Van Vliet, but that's not really translating to wins for him this year. Kyle Lowry, he is definitely on the back end of his career. Um, But then you have, siakam they just signed him a couple years ago he's entering the prime of his career is that somebody that would at all be available in your eyes for toronto with the position they're in
2: i haven't really heard much about them looking to trade pascal siakam um they might be if they would really want to do a rebuild he might be available that's i would take him in a heartbeat i mean what was that kid like 25 or 26 years old i mean he's One of the most athletic players in the league. You can guard practically everybody in the league. That that'd be a guy who would instantly make your defense better. Instantly fill in the gap that Grant left. Now he's a his jump shot comes and goes, and his Mm -hmm. offensively comes and goes. But he's definitely he has a lot of uh, talent. Yeah, six foot uh, nine, twenty six years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he um. His thing is he kind of learned the game late, and so he doesn't really have all the the natural IQ kind of thing. You know, Giannis suffers from that, too. Giannis kind of suffers from that, too, where you see guys like LeBron and Chris Paul. They've been playing the game their whole life. They just – the IQ part of it is second nature. Playing with Jokic, I think, would help Siakam's offense out a ton and just, you know, being beat up by Jokic in practice constantly and getting, getting, you know, to, to pick up some of that skill.
1: I, I think that's my new uh, pipe dream name out there. Like you said, you don't hear anything about him necessarily being available. But when I look at the Ra- the Raptors roster, uh, saying outside of the playoff spot, right, kind of the guys who have been key in their playoff um, consistency right.
2: are kind of aging out. Right. No, I, I, look, if you're looking at that team, they have a, they they have a lot of good pieces on the team that do really good things like Kyle Lowry is getting older but yo man if if the Clippers pick up Kyle Lowry that's a, that's a point that's a four general point guard who's who's down to do all the, the gritty dirty work that needs to be done he's a problem um I like Norm Powell on that team I don't think OG and OG Ananobi is going to go anywhere but Man, if we get him, that'd be nice. Well, I'll I'll take him or Pascal Siakam. They both play tremendous defense. They'll both, that's someone that you can throw at LeBron. That's someone that you can throw at Kawhi. Someone you can throw at Paul George.
1: Uh, Speaking of the Raptors, uh, another aging guy, but uh, somebody who has been really good in this league for a number of years. Now on the Spurs, DeMar DeRozan. Spurs, right now, they're another team on the outside looking in, in a very competitive Western conference. Uh, would he be somebody who you would think would fit what the nuggets could need?
2: Um, I was listening to some podcast the other day and it was telling me that, that DeMar DeRozan is playing defense this year. I don't know how much I'm buying that, but he does have the ability to uh, break cats down one-on-one with ease and They could always use some of that because when we get to the playoffs, there's going to be possessions again. Unless Jamal Murray decides to play like, you know, Superman again, there's going to be possessions where we get bogged down and uh, DeMar DeRozan could definitely do something there, but um, I'd avoid that. I would probably still avoid that.
1: (laughs) And the last one and not, and only reason I bring this one up is it's the biggest name that is strongly connected with trade rumors. And that's Bradley Beal. I had a and We've touched on him a little bit. Do you, he is a very, very talented player and particularly offensively.
2: Yeah. We wouldn't have lost by 20 something last night. We had Brad Beal. period. Period. It, we wouldn't have lost by 20 something last night. If we had Brad Beal. is his offense
1: enough that if the nuggets were to do some sort of move to bring him in, that, that covers up the woes on defense and particularly against a matchup like the Lakers or Clippers.
2: No. Uh against the Clippers, am I that, that against the Clippers that would be very interesting. Against the Lakers is still not enough. Still not enough against LA. Um LeBron is just LeBron is too much, man. LeBron is too much. And if he, you get Anthony Davis, you just you need more. You need more. Um, against the Clippers, I could that 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 should be a very interesting matchup. You know, I think the Clippers Ooh, that's that's tough, man. You get Brad Bill in here, but then if you're gonna use if you're gonna lose Michael Porter Jr., I probably still take Clippers. <laughs> yeah, with, with yeah. I any
1: mean, even Maybe, uh, Siakam
2: yeah, Porter Jr. Yeah,
1: I would love to get Siakam here, but it all depends on the right. package. I I'm higher on MPJ and his future with the Nuggets than bringing in Siakam as a rental. I yeah.
2: guess. Well, I mean, I don't I don't think Siakam would be a rental. He just he just signed a long-term contract I want to say the year they won it all or maybe last year um so I think he'd have a nice he'd, he'd be here for three four years I believe um I mean let's just keep it keep it real man Kevin Durant is a ridiculous player in this league and if you're talking about a guy who's like seven feet tall but moves around like a guard and I say Kevin Durant because the closest thing to him it's probably Michael Porter Jr. Yes, probably Mike, Michael Porter Jr. 6'10", or 6'11", I can't tell. Sometimes he looks like he's 7'1", out there. He's got – his handle isn't as smooth as KD. His jump shot might be better. I, I can't tell. I, I I really can't tell. But he can get to the lane at ease. He likes the offensive re- – bro, there's just so many things that he likes to do that says, like, if he ever figures it out on defense, like, he probably could lead the league in scoring Probably the M- lead M- score. It's MPJ tough to just give that guy. Special away. Talent. Yes,
1: very much. Uh special Siakam special would have three more years left on his contract after this one at a very hefty price. 33, 35, and then 38 million
0: dollars.
2: Yeah, you got the big boy Max.
0: It's the KMP show because Eddie's E was revoked. Just decided. Because he
2: smashed it off his neck, like, like his chain, like a chief to leave, used a snack those uh those chains off. The yeah, he's
0: not allowed to be like you know part of the show anymore. He hasn't he hasn't been here, and I'm doing his job for him. And,
2: and
0: I, I feel say, like it's only fair that since I know about all the craziness with Nolan Arenado, that I am allowed to be part of this sports show
2: officially, as not, as
0: not the intern,
1: as <laughs>
2: not. Well, give us your opinion. Give us your opinion. What do you think about Nolan Arenado and the trade and all that
0: stuff? I think it's really sad. I mean, I understand like he wants to be on a winning team. That's I think everybody kind of does, you know, going into sports. I understand that, but it also is really awful like for our team. Cuz we're never going to have a good team now.
1: It, yeah, he wants to be on a winning team.
0: But they were supposed Yeah, they were supposed to build a team yes. around him and they didn't, and I think that is crazy.
1: They they signed con- a contract with Nolan Arenado, big contract. With them promising him, we are going to make moves. We are yep. going to put a team around you so mm-hmm. you can win here. Because Nolan wants to be a rock, like he loved the idea of being being like Todd Helton. Oh yeah, you know.
0: And I think they used 2020 as an excuse to not do that. And
1: then the the True. him and Jeff Frieden get into this spiff, right? You know, they they get into this disagreement and. Jeff Bridg is being a big baby about it and really condescending, from all reports. Yeah, um, because you know, being a GM is uh, is rocket science, so us normal yeah. people wouldn't understand it. Uh, <laughs> 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 like it's paraphrasing, but that is basically literally what he said in a interview once. This guy is hit the ego on Jeff Bridg is disgusting.
0: It's insane.
2: Yeah. Crazy, so, yeah. Hey, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God?
0: I am mad at all of this decision. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this <what>? whole decision. <laughs> is that what you're asking me? I am upset with this whole this whole thing. It's all crazy.
2: So, I agree with you. <laughs>
1: So they get into an argument. Nolan Arnado is upset with Jeff Bridge. Jeff Bridage is upset with Nolan Arnado. Uh Nolan says he wants to work through it. He wants to stay with the Rockies. You know, he, he loves the fans. He loves Colorado. You know, da da da. And uh Jeff Brightage makes absolutely no effort to reach out to him. This is your star player. This is who could have been the best player in franchise history. He could have eclipsed Todd Helton on the Mount Rushmore of Rockies easily eclipsed him. And you make no effort to repair a obviously broken relationship here with your, your hall of fame, third baseman, Mm
0: -hmm. a
1: player that people talk about in the conversation of best third baseman of all time, not just in current major league baseball, one of the best all third basements of all time. Mm-hmm. And you are too arrogant to reach out and talk to him. So then it sours the relationship to the point that you have to trade him because he's going to walk at the end of the season, or at least that's what you tell people. He's going yep. to walk at the end of the season if we don't get rid of him. So we need to get something in return. And underlying all this is the Monfort's blatant desire – to make money above winning
0: mm-hmm.
1: the priority for the ownership period which sucks because Ames based in Greeley we're all well Phil you, you're you drive up but we've all lived in Greeley and Montfort's big time um alma mater of uh Greeley isn't really the right term but <laughs> that that's where that's like their home yeah is Greeley And so you want to like them, but
2: oh so they run this city, huh?
1: (laughs) I I get all owners want to make money. That that I mean, you don't get that rich without a desire to make money. Oh yeah. But to play victim like you're hemorrhaging money only in this baseball team is ridiculous. And the whether I guess you could you can make an argument whether it's true or not. But the overwhelming consensus is Monfort cares about winning as long as he makes as much money as possible. That that's priority number one.
0: Right. Yep.
1: So then you trade Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Uh, which one is in inside your division? Well, not your division, but your your league. It's a National League team. It's um. I guess it's not It's not like you're trading them to the Dodgers. I guess that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. But not only do you do that, but in the trade, you pay. You pay the Cardinals $50 million to take your Hall of Fame prime of his career third baseman off your team. Yep. You pay $50 million. So you can't come at me with this argument, oh, we're trying to save money either because – You are paying somebody to take Mm -hmm. one of the best players in baseball, period, off of your team. And so the return you get on it, the return here. Let let me list these names for you. You get left-handed pitcher, Austin Gomer, infielder, Eliarius Montero, probably butchered that first name, (laughs) right-handed pitcher, Tony Losey, infielder, Mateo Gill, and right-handed pitcher Jake Somers. Just to let you know um, where these guys rank. Keep in mind, this is the ranking within the Cardinals organization. This is not overall prospect ranking in all of baseball. This is just within the Cardinals organization. 14, 26, 28, and unranked. Uh, Two unranked.
0: And I'm assuming that that $50 million is not going to balance itself out. No, With. no. That's, yeah. We
2: took cash for the team, so the, the team didn't even bother to rank two of the players, and those are the two that we wanted.
1: Yes, we pay $50 million from the take Noble and Arenado, and in return, we get scrubs. We get yep. guys who will probably never see major league action. Maybe, Maybe one, one or,
2: or two. Some Doritos.
1: <laughs> like, at least give us, like, a gift card to go to Quiznos or something. I mean... What are you doing? And so then they they have an interview. Uh, Dick Monfort and Jeff Wrightage have a Zoom interview the next day. Let me let me get to that real quick here, because it is it is comical some of the things they say here. Uh, Rockies. They were asked by Woody Page. Actually, Dick Monfort was specifically asked, "Have you considered?" Firing Jeff Breitage or yourself, because not only is Breitage the owner of the team, he also made himself the president. So he's his own, like, he is in charge of baseball operations. Mm -hmm. And he sucks at it, but whatever. And Monfort replies to that by saying, no, I have not considered firing Jeff Breitage. I have considered firing myself, but how have you not considered firing Jeff Breitage? He is the worst general manager in baseball. And it's not even close. And he's proven that time and time again, Uh, he's come in the Rockies as an organization. Okay. First we got rid of Tulo. I think that was actually pre Breitage, but we got rid of Tulo. We had Trevor story come in. There was more stuff to do with Tulo. That move made more sense, but the Rockies also got lucky in having Trevor Story step in and do what he did, because he's made himself one of the best shortstops in baseball, defensively and offensively. So he kind of got lucky there. And then DJ Lemayu, just a couple years ago, also very adamant that he wanted to stay a Rocky. He leaves. We spend basically the same exact money that we could have spent on D.J. LeMayhew to keep him rocky. He leaves, goes to the Yankees, becomes the American League MVP, batting champ, all that stuff, because we wanted to spend the money on uh, Daniel Murphy. We saved, I think it was like five million dollars by bringing in Daniel Murphy, who sucks in comparison to D.J. LeMayhew. And then we have this happen with known Arenado. It is, ah, oh, it is infuriating. To and you don't even consider firing Jeff Wrightage. It doesn't even cross your mind to fire that piece of horse manure general manager.
2: Jeff they're
0: all buddy buddy though. That's probably why. Of course
2: they buddy buddy. That's how they move at the top.
0: <laughs> and it seems like. <laughs>
1: The, the reason they're all buddy buddy is because Jeff Bryage, for a long time, has just been kind of that human shield mm-hmm. in front of Monfort. There you go. Oh, all things are these human things shield. are going bad. Bad decisions are being made. It's Jeff's fault. Get him. Check. That's all you care about. It's not. It's not Monfred's fault. It's Jeff's fault. He's the he's the scapegoat.
2: Yeah. They, they, they built that little uh, area on the top. You know, they renovated the uh, course field. And told I told y'all, hey, have a good day. Well, disappeared back to the man. Traded your best player. Traded our best player. Gave away fifty million. He don't care about fifty million. That's how rich he is. He just gave it away.
1: It's true.
2: It's it's tough around here, man. We have to come it, to terms with uh with the, with the way that they're so the handling things.
1: Because I I moved to Colorado, and that's what I really my my sports fandom outside of just like football and some basketball really blossomed moving to Colorado became a Rockies fan everything and then the Rockies started winning and people around uh people who I talked to would try to tell me like hey it, it's the Rockies yeah they'll, they'll they'll make the playoffs once in a while but don't ever put any hope in the Rockies uh, don't ever put any faith in them. and I'm, and I being naive as I was I was like no they have, look at the team they have right now. Look at it. The, they have the best third baseman in all of baseball. They have Trevor Story coming up. This, this team is built to succeed. And then you go and do this. You're like,
2: look at the mountains. Of course, they can you build go to team. Look at those beautiful mountains.
1: Do this. It's, oh, it hurts. I almost don't even want to watch any Rockies games this upcoming season because why invest in them? When the owner is not
2: invested in the team, I agree. That's the truth.
0: <sighs> <laughs> take a breath, deep breath.
2: That's my rant breath. for the day. <laughs> That's... You, you take a breath, and we'll take a break. You give my man Mike a couple songs here to regroup. was lost is cool. And Kate, take us to break.
0: It's the KMP show, and we're gonna talk <gasps> Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, the big no, no, game. No, 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 wait. Yeah, You're yeah, gonna yeah, TV. yeah. You're going to... You I'm going to talk Super Bowl. Okay, you
0: know. I know nothing about the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, Except that... Except that there's usually funny commercials. And some kind of wardrobe mishap. Okay. At some point.
2: Um, See, I, I mean... And I was going to say... I feel like they've only had two wardrobe misfunctions. That's right? what I was like going to say. Janet Jackson one.
0: Well, yeah. You the famous one, like, one. I don't know. They've, they've had like little <laughs> mini ones. But, I mean, not huge. Yeah. But there's usually some, some little thing. And funny Wait. commercials, which is the only reason that I watch. I usually don't even watch the halftime show. Really? Yeah. I watched Lady Gaga's. So that one was pretty good.
2: Maybe yeah, I got Bruno, one all out. Bruno Mars for
0: you. They've had Bruno Mars like ten times. Yeah, I've I watched one of his, but you know after you watch one, they're pretty much the same.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I agree with that,
2: but yeah, all right. I, 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 I think, think Bruno
0: Mars is pretty much just the same.
2: The Bruno Mars, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because he was uh, on like uh, American, he he did a a show with American Idol and a bunch of other stuff, and they were all the same. Not that
2: interesting. Now, I haven't been to a Bruno Mars concert. I wonder if his concerts might be a little different than what he's just doing at these shows. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know.
0: You know, be really cool though. Is Queen with Adam Lambert?
2: Is that? Are they performing? Yeah. Okay. That would
0: be a cool. That that would be a really cool halftime show.
2: Oh, that that would. I thought, I thought the weekend was performing this year. Yeah. They, they are. They
0: are. I'm just saying.
2: She's living in fantasy land. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, how, you know how the, the rules for the halftime show. You've got to, you've got to be like a mainstream. There's got to, you know, a mainstream type artist that you know, old people can love and young people will love. Is that yeah. is Queen fit in that or no?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're Queen's doing, old school. Yeah, so Queen, and then Adam Lambert is is their their lead now, and they've really? been doing stuff for like six years, seven years. They've been touring around the world. Hmm. So, yeah. So
2: maybe it's not too far out, you know, out of shot. Because I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do. Again, they've I had Bruno Mars ten times, so they've got to start finding different guys. <laughs> yeah. Weekend kinda, like Weekends' last kind of albums have definitely went from like crazy drug usage to like more like family friendlier songs, I like, guess yeah. you, know you could say. So now he's doing Super Bowl gigs. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what it takes to be up there. You got to make those family friendly songs. Everybody knows. Queen get a couple singles. We should you know, have Nicki Minaj good. and Cardi B.
0: We
2: would never let that happen. <laughs> Beyonce was as far as they're gonna go. <laughs> they had Shakira and uh JLo last year.
0: Yeah. They, they did, did
2: have that. Shakira. They did have Shakira up there. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was that was a lot of booty shaking.
2: Yeah. Not not quite
1: the same as you'd probably get if you had like Cardi
2: B and uh Mickey up there, but you know what? I remember that there was a lot of complaining about the amount of booty shaking.
0: Yeah, because everybody was saying that it wasn't I family friendly, was not for me, and inappropriate.
2: Yeah, I didn't I actually didn't uh, put anything into the complaint box on that. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I must
1: have misplaced my complaint. I, I feel feel horrible about <laughs> that. Yep, 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 yep. Well, uh, this year Super Bowl pins Kansas City against Tampa Bay. Uh, Tom, terrific, if you will. Back again in the Super Bowl in uh, different threads this year. Made it all the way with the Bucks. Uh Real quick, actually, I want to ask, when was the last time you got your hair
2: cut, Phil? Um, it's been a while for me. Probably two weeks? Oh, no, I'll be cutting my Who's that cutting my own hair? So, just whenever, you know, I, I feel like I need to cut it, I'll just do something to it, you know what I mean? Did you... Cause
1: you you play basketball, you go down to the rec center or where have you and, and you play. I, I
2: used to, like, when we were allowed to go outside I to when, when you that. were allowed.
1: Did you feel like you played different if your hair was uh unkempt? Did it affect the way you played?
2: Uh not so much, but if I did have a fresh cut, then you definitely feel better. You know what I mean? When you get that fresh cut, you just you just feel like the man in general. And so that just carries right on to the basketball court. You know, your shots feel a little better. Like any, any movement you make, you just feel a little more sexy while you're making a move. You know what I mean? Like, damn, in and out, Euro step, step back. Ooh, and I look good? Yeah. So maybe all
1: the money should be going down the bucks then because the barber for the Kansas City Chiefs tested positive for COVID amid mid haircut like right before haircut is about to happen um so 20 chief players and staffers were scheduled to get a haircut and we're not able to do so because of this so they'll be going in looking scruffy for the Super Bowl be completely out of their game and bucks will probably win by 30.
0: no no we got this we just go send Phil down there to do it
2: so here's the thing there's a lot of brothers on a football team and yes usually i'm sure that one of them cats knows how to cut hair and so i'm so i'm sure that guy's probably cutting everybody up the night before two nights before he's probably getting people that need to be cut cut
1: they got to work um, around you think they'd let uh you think they'd let mom in oh, let mom in come do their hair
2: Let who all, the, all their mothers yes no, those are grown men. They probably, I mean, you know, they, they go to the barbershop to get their hair cut. I don't, I don't think they let their mamas cut their hair. No no, 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 no. I mean, this is a special circumstance, though. Your team barber nah. is out. He, I know, yeah, but... Put I'm, on no, IR. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sure Tyreek Hill probably know how to cut somebody's hair. Or well, one of the... It's probably Demarcus Robinson, maybe. Maybe cutting it. Chris Jones. Now, Chris Jones, he's almost bald, so maybe you don't want him cutting your hair. <laughs> but I'm sure there's somebody out there like Tyron Matthew. I don't know if he could cut hair because he got the pretty boy. Look, like he got that curly stuff. So I'm like, nah, brother, you don't know if we're going through the same thing.
0: You could, know, could my you am- would
2: not be his, So I don't I don't know. Pretty boy probably can't cut it. Could um, you imagine like Patrick Mahomes and Tyron Matthew showing up to the game, just like
1: clean shaven, like the entire, entire <laughs> chief's roster shows up. They just,
2: they glossy. Everybody, everybody goes to skinhead mode for, for the, uh, for the, for the Super Bowl, Super? Man, that would be um, – that would be something. Like if – what if Travis Kelsey's the guy who knows how to cut all the brother's hair? Maybe would, he God does. throw me back.
1: I mean, he I'm can sure do he gets like his almost cut. everything. His hair
2: cut by a brother. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's an all-around all tight end. No, I'm, I'm sure he gets his hair cut by a brother. You, you've, seen, you've seen that haircut. um mm-hmm, Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. I mean, yeah, a little different than like uh... –
1: in some other uh, tight ends we see, like, um, rocking the mullet. Like, we have uh, – what's his name?
2: Oh, I Who's can't think of his name. Hmm? Who is it? Who's rocking the mullet these days?
1: Well, he was for a while. Uh, actually, I think – wasn't it Travis Kelsey rocking a mullet for a bit? I think it was Travis Kelsey. Think,
2: was, was it Kelsey rocking a mullet? I missed that one. That's a different Kelsey. Oh, it's a
1: different, maybe it's, maybe it's brother Kelsey.
2: (laughs) Cause he has
1: a brother who plays offensive line.
2: Yeah. Jason. um, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure. I'm think i pretty sure Jason does have a different sort of haircut. You know, I heard Jason grew up playing a little hockey. I know Travis was on the basketball team when he grew up. So I'm sure they do probably have a little different haircuts. Or was it Kittle? Was it Kittle that rocked a mullet for a while? Oh, I believe Kittle did have the yes. That's who I'm George Kittle. And he plays like a player who, who might have the mullet. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's George Kittle. George Kittle, man. I hope he hope he does well, but he's not gonna play this Sunday. No, he's not. He, he had his chance last season. They didn't make it. <laughs> nope, came up short. Uh, but we have actually
1: a really intriguing game uh, coming up this Sunday between the Chiefs and the Bucks. Two teams. With a very potent offense and defenses, they can show up when they need to. Uh Neither team you would you want to rely on the defense necessarily, but if they they can make plays in the course of a game, which defense?
2: Yeah, that's that's one way to look at it. I look at it like yo, oh, which defense I believe in? Oh, uh, this week probably the Chiefs' defense. Because the Chiefs don't have to go against Pat Mahomes, that's <laughs> that's really why I trust the Chiefs' defense more. They'll, they'll probably give up less points. The, the
1: Chiefs' defense doesn't have to go up against Pat Mahomes, but they do have to go up against it. Mike Evans, Godwin, Gronkowski, uh, Fournette, Ronald Jones. I'm not sure about Antonio Brown, but maybe Antonio Brown. He's still up in the air. I mean, there's there's a you may not have. You're still going up against Tom Brady, who at this point is not nearly as good as Patrick Mahomes, may never have had the arm talent that Patrick Mahomes has. But you're still going up against Tom Brady and just the collection oh, right. of skilled players over there.
2: No, yeah, uh, I mean, look, you, you got to respect Tom Brady. You're talking about, uh, you know, guys going down right now is the greatest quarterback of all time, which to me, I think. It's a little bit more than the you know the intriguing angle here is probably the court is, is the quarterback matchup man it's Mahomes versus versus Brady that's what excites me these defense is probably going to get torched man either way is what I think both sides probably going to get lit up um I, I just look man I, the Bucks have been to, to me just up and down all year long they haven't really been I think they've won now like four and four or five in a row now but you know they spent the most of the year kind of trying to figure themselves out. Well, I think the Chiefs spent most of the year just waiting for the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like they haven't been blowing guys out the way they could have. Um, but I, I, I just think that's that's the bully on the block that you don't want to mess with. Though you don't want to wake that bully up. And I believe um, it's you know the alarm is going to ring on seven uh, on Sunday, I should say, and uh, the bully is going to wake up. And I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to bully. Tom Brady's Bucks. I feel bad that Brady, you know, had to wait this long to get himself all this offensive talent, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You know, another thing
1: that might tell you that the Bucks are going to win is uh, the team wearing the white jerseys have won thirteen of the
2: last sixteen
1: Super Bowls, and the Bucks are going to be repping the white, the all whites.
2: Can't go wrong with the all whites. Who who gets to choose? It's the home team that gets to choose, right? Or the Ten,
1: I think the the. Technically, the home team, which I think is the Chiefs, Jeez, since they have the I mean, better record, even though the game's in Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah, so they definitely wanted to rock their red. They definitely wanted to wear their red, I'm That's sure. That's what they're known for. Which maybe uh, maybe I should put down uh, red for the Gatorade colors. You know, I'm, I'm putting them in those prop bets.
1: Oh, yes, prop bets. They Prop bets might be the most fun part of the Super Bowl for casual fans. Uh, you know, people a little a little more um, progressed than Katie here on uh, watching the Super Bowl into it for a little bit more than just the, the commercials. Actually, watches the game, knows knows what a touchdown is, things like that. But uh, but the casual fan. Can really get into profits, and there's some there's some fun ones out there. You brought up uh, what color are the Gatorade's going to be. You think it's going to be red?
2: Yeah, look, I'm looking at the odds right now. The odds say that um, the orange is the best odds. The orange, I guess, is the most popular one. It said it plus one twenty five, but I'm thinking that red is probably what's going to be plus two twenty. I get I get plus two twenty for red slash pink. So I actually get two colors there.
1: Hey, both red. teams are red. Like, their primary color is red.
2: That's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, there's no way it's going to be blue. And you see blue here at the bottom with a plus 700. I'm looking at, I'm looking at my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to go red. Exactly. What you just said. I think both teams have red. You know, you know, the Bucks have some brown in there, too. But both teams are, are, are red. I think that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Some, whoever's filling up the Gatorade is probably thinking of themselves, oh, that's right there, Red. I should put Red in there. All
1: right. So what about the total touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes? You seemed high on high on Patrick going up against this Bucks defense. Uh, two. O- over or under 2.5? Oh, over. Over,
2: over 2.5. Over 2.5 touchdown throws from that boy, um, Yep, plus
1: one twenty on that. So, not a, not not necessarily the odds you're looking for.
2: But yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess and a shovel pass that still counts as a pass, don't it? It does. It does. That's go You know, that's definitely play the one right there in red zone.
1: Right, right to Travis Kelce.
2: hmm That's that's one.
1: All right, and then I got it. I got some here. I thought would be fun to bring up with you, um, in particular because, being the basketball aficionado you are, who will have more, Tyreek Hill receiving yards, or Miami Heat total points when they play the Knicks on Sunday?
2: What's the Miami Heat total points? Uh,
1: they're both minus well, yeah, one ten.
2: Oh, this oh okay this they just want to know there's not like an over an over under number for the for that heat total points
1: uh minus well no there's not, he, not he, a number for that have
2: more just he's gonna have more. yeah
1: so Ooh. it's Tyree kill minus well, half.
2: This, the heat have Jimmy Butler back I'm gonna go ahead and see say it's Tyree kill I think I think I think the, I think Tyree kill has more yards and the heat have points
1: all right I I'm gonna dis. I I think I'm gonna disagree with that. I'm gonna say the 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 uh, Heat are gonna have more points, and the reason I'm gonna say that is I think Tampa Bay's gonna come in saying, "All right, if one guy is going, going to beat us, it's not going to be Tyreek Hill. We're gonna cap him, and I, I think Tyreek Hill will be the guy they try to take away."
2: it was embarrassing last time. I mean, the dude had. Didn't he have over two hundred before halftime.
1: Uh it, was that against the Bucks that he went off?
2: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was against the Bucks I and mean, he went off.
1: Oh yeah, he went off. It was the Bucks. So even more so, I, I don't think they will. I think they will go in specifically to keep Tyreek Hill down.
2: All right, so if we're going to talk about one-on-one matchup, right, What do you think? You got you got uh you got uh Travis Kelsey, you got Devin White. Who's winning that?
1: I'm. You know what, I'll I mean, say is Devin. Pain I, pain I, I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey, but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with Devin White, even though I lean Travis Kelsey. I'm gonna go Devin White. I'm down here in Louisiana. Devin White actually went to school with some of the people I know down here now. Uh yeah. so I, I I'll go with the hometown boy. I'll say Devin White wins that matchup. Devin White's really good.
2: Yeah, and I, I guess winning the matchup looks like uh you know, keeping them under 100 yards, I guess, is probably, probably the winning matchup there. And I think you can still win the matchup if you give up a touchdown. You know, if it's, if it's you know, especially if it's in the red zone.
1: Yeah, it was against the Bucks. Tyreek Hill, thirteen catches, 269 yards, and three touchdowns in that game, and it was like 200 yards in like the first quarter.
2: Yeah, like the first quarter. Right. 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 Yeah, he um did a number on those guys. Um, I don't know. Carlton Davis, better get back. That's all I can say. Get back. <laughs> safety's better get back.
1: Yes, yes. That guy, I'm
2: going to be trying to run by you the whole night.
1: All right. How about total kickoffs during the Super Bowl or points by LaMelo Ball on Sunday?
2: Hmm. That's tough because they're both going to be putting up some points. So it's going to be a good amount of kicks. Now, he, they no. are
1: playing the Blazers on Sunday if that affects your choice at all.
2: LaMelo gets the points against the Blazers because they too little. I'm going to go with LaMelo ball points. I, I I'm going to agree with off. you.
1: I, as there's so much talk about the offense that's coming into this game. I have yeah. a feeling that this is going to surprise us, and it's actually going to be a lot lower scoring game than people think going in.
2: I think they might uh, might be a quiet – you think it might be a quiet first half and maybe maybe pick up in the second half? or
1: That's what I'm thinking. I, I think it – for yeah. sure in the first half –
2: a lot It'll of teams, a do try to, teams do try to get into Super Bowl and spend that whole first quarter just kind of, you know, just kind of t- filling each other out like, you know, boxers do or so, you know. I don't know, but then again, Andy Reid's kind of, he, you will get aggressive, throw that thing deep. You never know, man. You never know. I can't wait. To watch. I
1: mean, both both teams, mostly because of Tom Brady on the Bucs side, they have that experience. They kind of know. I don't think the stage is going to be too big for him. But it's hard to not fall into – a trap of this is a super bowl this is this is different and over
2: i think mike evans dropping passes
1: over under mike evans <laughs> drop passes.
2: <laughs> dropping passes
1: That's been dropping passes all year i think i think you'll drop three passes yeah drop three crazy. <laughs> uh last one here for for the cross sport uh completions by tom brady Or points by Paul George against the Kings?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't see Tom Brady throwing 30 passes because they haven't really showed that that's the team all year or completing 30 passes. They haven't really showed that that's the type of team they are. They seem to like the big plays. Um, Yeah, I think Paul's going for 30. Paul George points. Final answer.
1: All right, I'm going to go with Tom Brady because uh, I feel like, particularly in the second half, they'll be throwing the ball a lot, and a lot of them will be shorter passes. I, I I know that they threw a lot of deep passes throughout the season, but this is your last. This is the last game. Everything, everything ends for you after this season. So when it comes down to it. They're going to take we what's in time. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about for this season trends okay. going into the Super Bowl count for something, but when it's all down on the line and this is it for the season trends don't matter as much. It's what can I do? What will I feel comfortable doing and what can I succeed doing? And Tom Brady will get those short, shorter passes, uh, Godwin will be involved in those, and probably Fournette will be a little more involved in the passing game.
2: You think so? I think they're going to Ronald Jones. Ronald I Jones will have a. We'll
1: have a piece. I like I like Fournette more as a receiving back though than I like Ronald Jones.
2: Yeah, I like Ronald Jones more as a receiving back. Okay, yeah.
1: they're both pretty complete all around type of backs. Like, there's definitely not a clear cut type of. Uh, it's not like. Trying to think of I've a just, good example of that. Like, uh, oh, with the Saints when it was Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, you know, Kamara was definitely the receiving back in that duo. Sure. When you're talking about the Bucks this year, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. neither one or like a, is a clear cut. Okay, this is the receiving back, scat back, whatever you
2: no, want to call it. it,
1: and this guy's the runner.
2: Right. No. Yeah. I... I I think Ronald Jones is a little more elusive. Um, but they basically I mean I think Ronald Jones, I think I heard something about Ronald Jones had won that uh that running back battle during the season, but it hadn't never really been like completely, completely solidified because both those guys are kind of injury prone and both those guys can get hot and go cold. And I mean yeah.
1: Fournette's had a better playoffs, playoff run.
2: Yeah, well yeah, Jones had I, I believe Jones was hurt right before right before the playoffs, or maybe something like that, maybe pretty early in the game. Yeah, so Fournette's basically been the feature back the last two games. He definitely took advantage of that spotlight.
1: This is, this is not on here, uh, but this just came. Who's going to be the leader in rushing yards for, for e- either team? Who will have the most rushing yards at the end of Sunday?
2: I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, man. I guess it's Clyde Edwards. No, I'm going to go say Ronald Jones. Let's say Ronald Jones leads leads the uh, leads the game.
1: I, I I'm going to go with where you were going initially. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, he'll be splitting the carries less, but I don't think any I don't think any player is going to top 100 yards in this game. I right. think yeah,
2: I don't see right unless someone has a ridiculous run. You know, 80 yard. You know, scrimmage. It's I can't see anybody getting 60. All
1: right, one last one, and it's something you brought up earlier.
2: See anybody getting to sixty?
1: Sixty? Uh, I I see. I think think Clyde's going to get to about sixty, maybe seventy, and that'll be about the cap.
2: <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> uh, looks like my internet's messing up a little bit. I thought you had stopped talking there for a second. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't see anybody getting to like sixty yards rushing, maybe.
1: Yeah, 60, 70 maybe. The last one that you brought up, big boy touchdowns. You know, uh, will an offensive or defensive lineman score a touchdown in this game?
2: I'm going to have to say no. Just the odds are so much against it. I'm going to have to say no. Um, And honestly, if I was a receiver or a tight end, I'd be so pissed if an offensive lineman stole a Super Bowl touchdown from me, an opportunity. You know what I mean? It's hard as hell to make it. And you're not supposed to catch passes anyway, and you're going to catch one. To that's me, that, man, that man, is something
1: man. that can bring a team to get – like
2: if, when you are on
1: a team with somebody and it's somebody who does all the dirty work so you can succeed all game.
2: That's what and Anthony they Sherman's get a t- for. Hmm? <laughs> that's what Anthony Sherman's for, fullback. No. But then you see a um, –
1: I can't even think of one in alignment <laughs> right now off the top of my head. But you see that's- one of those guys yeah, get did a man. touchdown. That, that brings – joy that's euphoria right there
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i've noticed they do get excited when the big boys get into the end zone with the basketball with the football
1: i'm gonna say yes big boy touchdown let's go you think it's a think it's a fumble recover or you think it's a uh no i think i think any Reed does a play
2: left left tackle right tackle Who do you think it's yeah a... uh left tackle left tackle get in there all
1: right
2: all right We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I can't wait for this game, man. It's gonna be a real good game.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you for coming on, joining us, listening to what we have to say. We will be back on Monday. Hopefully, me and Eddie. Phil won't be here on Monday, though. He has he has other things to take care of.
2: But yeah, sadly. It'll be the uh it'll be the, the Kate Eddie Mike show, Kim or, or make the other way <laughs> but we will be back next week and
1: i will be working on getting these up as podcasts on the what sports network so check it out give it a follow give it a like
2: wait 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 who's winning the, who's winning the game who do you got
1: oh who do i got yeah i got the I, chiefs i am want to go with the chiefs i think the chiefs okay. right. Who you got chiefs All right, that's going to do it for us. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl.